The oxen lamb kept time per um pa pum Hey, hey, hey. So today I'm just like saturating the shit out of you guys, and I'm sorry. But I just know that some people need it. And also, you know, um, you know, our times here on this planet are like coming to a close, it seems. Things are just crazy and people don't know how to act. But what I want to say is make a difference in the lives of a youngster. It doesn't start with or stop with just little babies or, you know, um, middle schoolers or teenagers. We have adolescents that have no idea what the hell they're doing. And, you know, one of the most important things that I feel that we have lost because the village is on motherfucking fire, is the village. I love the village. You know, I remember when my kids, they never had aunties and uncles around. And, you know, we didn't have, like, my friends were never in a position to be able to um, babysit my kids or, um, you know, tell them what to do or put them on a timeout. Until we met this family, church family. And it was a huge family. And they just pretty much covered, you know, everything we needed for a surrogate uh, extended family for our kids. And I remember there was a moment where um, I left my daughter, you know, with one of the aunts. And, you know, one of the visiting cousins was there with the additional kids that were there already. And these are super tall kids. Like these kids who are supposed to be five years old look like they're 16. Right. So there was one little girl whose father is, I think, the tallest of them. And um, and so she's like a super sweetheart, hilarious little girl. And now she's a tall teenager, like, you know, just behind Kelsey. I think she's 18. Oh. Well, anyway, she was uh, there was something going on between her and Kelsey. And she was trying to get somebody's trying to get in the door. Somebody's trying to lock somebody in out the room, something. And all the auntie got auntie heard was. Oh, I just realized that. uh I just realized that I have 21 miles on my gas tank, and I should probably get some gas. Thank you for telling me, Car, because if that sound didn't come up, I'd be like, doop, doop, problem. <laughs> but anyway, so there was a challenge, and the god auntie who was there, um, just her door slamming, you know, and <laughs> she's used to dealing with nieces and stuff, where my kids never got to experience an auntie, and I never really got to experience being an actual Bonafide. Ooh, you know what? I gotta get in here too. I gotta get in here too. I also had not been a bonafide auntie because I didn't talk to my in-laws and my brothers didn't have any kids. So anyway, so Kelsey, you know, she found Kelsey. That's who was on the other side of the door that was being slammed. And so Kelsey's trying to explain herself, but she was like, "No, take a time out. Y'all make a noise. Sit down." But she didn't see the other girl. And so Kelsey's devastated. She's like, "Mommy, you know, Auntie Melissa put me on time out." And it was crazy. Hold on, I got to run in here and get this gas real quick. So um, I'm just going to pause you for a second. All right. I'm back. I'm sorry. I had to get gas. So anyway, I was saying that. um, So the god auntie put on a timeout. She felt it was super unfair. She'd never really experienced anything outside of school like that, so, and she really loved this god auntie, too, so she was like, "Uh uh-oh, she was super confused. 
so you know she explained it to me and I was just like well you know it is what it is you know like you know whoop you she didn't put her hands on you and so um so I was telling one of her one of the sisters about it you know and she said well you know I'll tell you like my mama said she was going to do something <laughs> so it was just like hilarious so anyway um the bottom line is as a village we I feel that we have an obligation um, to not just be protecting our kids. And I've seen that with my own eyes where people are like, whatever, you know, that's theirs. And they people need to watch them. To me, frankly, and I don't mean to offend anybody, but I really do feel that's a third world country type of mentality, you know. Um, but the village here in America, you know, the black village specifically, we are supposed to be looking out for each other because of all the things that happened. Nobody's really looking out. So we have to be the eyes. We have to be inspiring. We have to be. We have to be. So one of the things that's really fucking with me is there's a little young man. He's been in this horsing community for a long time. Since he was little. These people have seen him grow up. And when he was going through some challenges, because every little teenager does, when they're in their 12, 13-year-old stage, they go through some challenges. And so many do. And so he, he went through his own little challenges, but he was growing and it is what it is, right? But it's like people liked him when he was in that place because it was easier to talk about him. But it's not easier to talk about him now that he's in a great place. And, and that kind of thing offends me deeply, you know? Um, one of the things that's super important, and I think that the, the problem is that these adults are so um, stunted as a result of doing things so early and not being watched by their, you know, guardians properly to where they now are stuck in a little mentality of a juvenile. And so they think they're a peer of my daughter when she was 16, of this young man who's only 14, you know, of many youngsters, and they just don't see you know what they're doing to them psychologically because they don't care because they lost who they were at that age way before their innocence has been gone so long that they just don't even have any empathy or compassion left the only way they have that available i've learned and noticed is it seems like the only way they have that available for these youngsters is if they get to watch them be hurt first if they could see you getting all smashed up you know, get see you getting hurt, like emotionally hurt by somebody breaking your heart or you're physically falling off the horse or, you know, something. They want to make you feel bad. And that's just a dark spirited group. And if that and if I'm mistaken, then, you know, show me different. That's it. There's no if ands or what's about it. But me sitting here watching this young man, I know how he has really wanted that group to like him and how he felt like, you know, he felt like he really wanted, he felt a part of them. And frankly, from what I was looking at, it was while they were just really abusing him emotionally. And so at this stage now, he's a young man and he's doing amazing things. And there is zero support from that group. It all has to be a secret, you know? And, and it's just really gross because it, <laughs> it just reminds me of high school and in middle school. And that is so sad. So when I talk about the village and it being on fire, that means that the village isn't available 
to help the other villagers. So if they're not available to help other villagers, then, you know, as far as I'm concerned, that's that's their choice, right? But at the end of the day, who's going to look out for them when they get old? Because frankly, I'm going to I'm going to pray and I'm going to fast, I'm going to bind and I'm going to loosen. I'm going to make sure that group falls away before the next full generation gets to come up over there. I'm going to pray them off the planet or into some better behavior so that the youngsters that come up behind them are blessed and not cursed with this ratchet group. And and it hurts my feelings to have to call these people that because I would never do that if they just didn't act so mean-spirited. I've watched it with my daughter prior to, and I'm just not like the regular moms that puts up with this kind of thing because I'm from the same place they're from and worse. My daughter didn't grow up like that because we looked out for them. We made sure that when we put them in a better environment, we actually acted better inside our house also because I feel like that's one of the big, huge challenges that I'm looking at with a lot of foreign black people who are generational, generational Americans is that they get move into these expensive environments. They feel like they got the house, the car, the job and all these things, but they're just not freaking raising their kids properly. They're not making them healthy journey people. So if you're one of those people who feels like, you know, your kids just aren't representing you as adults, once they become adults, you're like, what the hell? It's because you screwed up while you thought you were making that life for them. They didn't need all that. They needed somebody home to ensure that they were being taken care of properly. That's it. And so I'm watching a lot of parents. I remember used to see a lot of parents who used to just be like so into themselves and it's about us. We about to get our party on. Up, oh, you're going to stay with this person. You're going to stay with that person. And the sickest part is at the end of the day, they ended up being in a situation where, frankly, they don't know their kids. And they, they check it up to, oh, it's growing this or growing that. But my husband and I, we proved we did. We got through all the stages. And we didn't go through none of the stuff that a lot of these people went through. That 90-something percent of middle school parents go through with their kids. We didn't go through none of it. And so one of the things that I know for a fact from my experience is what you do when they're little is going to make a difference when they get to the next level. And how you interact with them is going to determine if they want to please you versus if they have to respect you because you're going to take the money away you're going to take the car away you're going to you know what i mean but if they just if they don't have a car <laughs> you know they got their own money but yet they're still making you proud you did good so you know for parents who really feel like they got to get the going and parents you know people who feel like they want to compete with children you know <laughs> my thing is um frankly the speaker podcast situation is is something that is created. I created my plot, my broadcast platform to in, enable others, to empower others, to go forth and do things that they may have been afraid to do. And the only person to step forward was a little 14-year-old child who said, you know what, I think I want to do this podcast thing. And the crazy thing is how, I guess it's because, you know, when you have other people who... Um, you know, they're led by the uh, click, you know, 
They think that, they, let me tell you something, people thought the same thing about Beyonce when they were going to ignore her and make her feel like she didn't have no friends and this and that. And now she got the bay hive. Fuck your friendship. You know what I mean? Like, stop it. I taught my daughter long time ago that it was not about them people, the pigeons. Okay? You're an eagle. You might fry solo. It might not feel so great all the time. But at the end of the day, you're going to see the difference. And now she's 20. She was sitting with me last night. You know, in the wee hours, she came in to to find me because she heard me up walking about, checking the house and stuff after I'd gone to sleep early. And one of the craziest things to me is that, um, you know, she was just telling me, you know, so many things and, you know, I would think something and she would adjust herself as a result. And that meant she heard me. I'm just like, this is beautiful. You know, you know, my daughter is just really listening. And I feel so grateful because at the end of the day, all we want are our offspring to listen. And sometimes, you know, we we are in a situation where we, you know, we uh, we don't know if what we're doing is making a difference. But I just want to say this real quick. If you find yourself going out more than spending time with your kids or um, you think spending time with your kids is um, you being in one place and them in another and then you just feed them, clothe them, you know, things like that. If you find yourself doing something like that, then, um, you know, there's a chance that you're kind of like slacking a little bit on your kid parenting situation. And um, and I just want to say that uh, you might want to, you know really check yourself because if you have them where they're small right now and you have their undivided undivided attention then you have to try to work on keeping that like you want to keep their undivided attention when it comes to you because you can't guide without it right 